0: Welcome to the Mastery Over Money podcast. My name is Michael Kim, and I'm a wealth coach, future CPA, and creative at heart. My mission is to help young professionals such as yourself have mastery over your money and start living a life of financial freedom. Not only will I teach you how to save, invest, make, and maximize your money, but I'll also transform the way that you think about it. At the end of the day, money management is a skill And when you have mastery over it, you can create anything. Are you ready? Awesome. Let's dive in. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Mastery Over Money podcast. Today, I'm so, so excited because today I'm inviting one of my friends, Cheryl Lau, onto the podcast. Cheryl is a side hustle coach and she teaches people how to build and create successful side hustles on part-time hours. In 2021 alone, Cheryl has not only been working on her PhD, but has also been able to create hundred thousand dollars within her side hustle. She manages both of these things. And this is what she teaches her clients. So I'm so excited for Cheryl to share some of her gems and secrets on how she was able to start a successful side hustle. I can't wait for you guys to listen to this episode, so let's get started. Okay, hello everyone. Welcome to the Mastery Over Money podcast. Today I'm so, so excited to have my friend Cheryl Lau over here onto the podcast. Yay! Um, Welcome Cheryl.
1: Hi Mike Hi everyone. thank you so so much for having me here. Very very excited to be here. Thank you so much.
0: Yeah so Cheryl and I we met like a long time ago. I think it's around, it's been like two years now. yeah I think I think we met over Instagram when I first started my business. Uh, so we've kept, kept in touch and one of the benefits of you know online entrepreneurship is just that we get to ha- to make so much more friends who are our people around the world and across the world. Uh, so I'm so, so happy to have this friendship with you.
1: Me too. And I, it, it's just amazing how when you start your own business, especially using the, you know, internet and social media to build it, you can meet so many wonderful people. Some of you who, you know, may work together in like a, like a business capacity. Some of them might be like your, your favorite people ever. So it's just amazing.
0: Amazing. So Cheryl, why don't you tell the listeners about yourself? Like Where are you currently and what do you currently do?
1: Alrighty, so hello everyone. My name is Cheryl Lau and I am a side hustle coach and I'm currently uh, based in Singapore. So what I do as a side hustle coach is that I help people start and or build their businesses, usually coaching or service-based businesses uh, on part-time hours. So a lot of my clients do have a nine-to-five job, but some of them are full time in their business, but all of them have a common theme, which is they want to build their business on a quote unquote part time hour so that they can make time for other areas of their life. Like maybe they have a nine to five or they, they're taking care of their family, they want to travel and so on and so forth. So that's what I do.
0: Amazing. Side hustling is such a great way in order to make more money. Over here on the Mastery Over Money podcast, we always talk about money management. And oftentimes people are. put a lot of emphasis on saving money and investing their money. And people don't talk about how to make more money, but that is like a very important aspect of personal finance because oftentimes people think that their annual salary of like $50,000 is a cap that they can make. But that is not true. You have the power in order to make however amount of money that you want. And that's why I love that you are here to share about how we can actually start a successful side hustle. So thank you for being here.
1: Yeah, this is such a good topic and I'm really excited to see where this conversation goes.
0: So Cheryl, why don't you share about how you got started in doing business coaching and starting your own side hustle?
1: Mm, Okay. So we are going to take it back to late 2018. So back in 2018, October, I was um, still a law school student, but I just dropped out of law school after being there for one year and realizing that it just, it's just not the career path for me. Um, I realized that being a lawyer, yes, you can help people through lawyer things, but it just wasn't the way I was meant to make an impact in this world. And it wasn't the way I wanted to, you know, earn a living either. So I decided to drop out of law school and I didn't necessarily have a backup plan at the time, but, you know, it just so happens that I was browsing on the internet and I was on Instagram and I just saw content from, you know, other people who just left their nine to five jobs and they were sharing their thought processes. And I just found so much like comfort and encouragement and also learned a lot from hearing other people's stories. So basically the the first catalyst to why I started my business on Uh, on social media is because I found value from other people's content and I was like huh okay interesting if I found so much value from just hearing other people's stories from consuming other people's content maybe I can share my stories as well it it has to help someone especially if a stranger on the internet has helped me unknowingly I'm sure I can help someone as well so that's when I started to create content you know on Instagram and also a little bit of YouTube I don't do YouTube anymore but I did dabble in it for a few months back in 2018-2019 um, and I started getting questions from strangers online and they asked, how did you have the confidence to even share about these experiences about, you know, navigating parental expectations, dropping out of law school, you know, you come from an Asian household, like how does your parents react to you dropping out of law school, just a lot of like questions about how did you have the courage and confidence to even share these things. So that was when I realized, okay, I guess I can help people with like confidence and maybe some content, maybe some branding. So that was really the, my first entry into coaching. I was just helping people for free with their confidence mindset and content, and maybe a little bit of branding as well. And then over time, it was interesting because some of my first clients for free got their, paying clients for their businesses. And I was like, okay, that's interesting. Maybe I can help people um, like really zone in on that, that the branding content piece and help them sign clients. So that eventually snowballed into business coaching. So it's been about almost three years now since I started my business, but it's really um, it, it's, it's bigger than I ever could have imagined three years later.
0: Amazing. I think what you shared is so key because A lot of people think that you need this like next level idea in order to start a side hustle or to start a business, right? Like they need to be the next Facebook or the next TikTok, and they need to know how to, you know, do all this fancy code. But in reality, the ability to make money is just value. Being able to create value for someone else. And you had a skill of confidence and sharing your own unique experiences and stories that someone else found value in. And for that reason, that is how you were able to start a side hustle. So when was the first time where you made money online from your side hustle? And how did that feel for you?
1: So I launched my first paid offer March 6, 2019. And I got my first paying client. It was at the end of the, the month. So I think it was like March 26 or something like that on in 2019. So it was about three weeks um, after launching my pay program when I got my first paying client ever. And I think one of the biggest um, contributors, which ties back to what you just shared is like, when you know, when you give value, people want to um, exchange that value for like currency, right? And I think it was really interesting because my first paying client ever said something that forever like stands out to me, which was, you know, Cheryl, you, you talked about a lot about how you're currently going through a quarter life crisis after dropping out of law school. And I'm going through the exact same thing right now. Um, I'm deciding whether to leave my engineering career. And I really want to give this, um, online thing a go. I really want to see if I can create content and maybe even start a, like monetize my, my ideas and my thoughts eventually. So, you know, at the time, I wasn't promising I can help them with paying clients per se, but I promised that I could help them with just confidence on showing up online and content and just branding as well. So, I think the key thing here is that, you know, based on the value that you think you can offer, start there first. No need to like jump like 10 steps ahead and promise, you know, the whole world to your, your future clients. So, just promise what you know you can help people with. And when people, the right people will find value in your offer and, um, Yeah. So I think um, hopefully that that, uh, gives some context to the question.
0: Yeah, I love that. And that's exactly what we do as a business, right? We give value for other people in exchange for money and vice versa. It's the people that we serve get so much value from the services that we provide.
1: Yeah, I, I also want to like maybe bounce off of that a little more and say that um, I think I'm not sure if your your audience may have this thought if they're thinking about starting their own business, but they're unsure whether they can do it. I think a common thing that I hear is like, oh, but I don't know what skills I can use to help people. I don't know what skills to monetize. And I think like when it comes to at least I help mostly coaches and service-based entrepreneurs like web designers and calligraphers. So some of them actually have in-person like offerings, like in-person calligraphy services. But I think the main thing here is to consider, do you have either number one, like actual skill sets that you can use to create a certain result for people? Like if you're a web designer, if you know how to build some websites, you can build a website for people. But also when it comes to, let's say a more coaching based business model, if you have created certain results for yourself, how can you teach that and coach people to do that for themselves? So you're not necessarily using your skills to do it for others, but you're coaching them through the thought processes, through the whole entire process so that the client can do it for themselves. And it's a very empowering um, transformation for the client as well. So that's why I, I really like when you mentioned like, like I think it was earlier, you mentioned like you don't need all these different certifications or fancy things to get started. It's really have you been able to do something through a a specific skill set and created certain results for yourself? And how can you either do it for others or coach people to do it for themselves? And that usually doesn't require any credentials, so to speak.
0: Exactly. I think that's one of the biggest misconceptions that a lot of people have, and that prevents people from starting their own side hustle. When each time I talk to with my clients and and I'm like, oh, why don't you start like, you know, a side hustle? Or why don't you do like health coaching and they're like, oh my gosh, I need all of these like fancy certifications and I need to get a degree, spend four years in university to be able to do this. But that's not true because everyone has their own value. I was talking to one of my clients and she's like, I have no skills. She's just like, I can't can't do this. I, I can't help anyone. I'm like, well, you know how to speak English. Like there's someone in the world who doesn't know how to speak English and wants to learn how to speak English. And now she's teaching English and making money online, (laughs) right? So it's just like, there's these skills that you have currently that you can provide value to someone else and start making money today. Okay, so Cheryl, why don't you tell us about how to start a successful side hustle?
1: That's a big question, Mike, but okay, let's see how we can break this down. <laughs> okay. um, I think the first thing is ultimately identifying like what are the specific skills slash results you want to help people with or help people create. I think that's the first thing is um, to at least get an understanding of what you want to get started with first, because even if you start off with something right now, it may not be the final business that you are known for. Um, for example, I actually did a, a few pivots throughout my business journey in the past three or so years. I mean, at one point I thought I wanted to do personal branding for academics only because, oh, I forgot to mention this in the intro, but I'm currently um, a PhD student as well. So there was a period of time when I wanted to, you know, help, only academics with their personal branding. I wanted to step back from like helping people sign clients. And I wanted to pivot to academic um, personal branding. Uh, Eventually I realized, I don't know if I want to become known for that forever. So I went back to more business coaching for side hustlers in general, but just know that whatever you pick right now, it's okay if you make some pivots or do something entirely differently. It's okay to make switch, but just start first. Start first and experiment and you'll start to understand what are you good at? What are your preferences? Um, So that's the first thing. I think another thing is that for most of us, we are building businesses using social media. So I think it would make sense for most of us to have a social media presence. It doesn't have to be like on all platforms, but maybe just at least one platform would be helpful. Um, And I think- um, when it comes to what do you post on your social media, I think there's a lot of different ways you can go about it. I think um, I, I do have this thing, which I am coining your money-making theory. So let me explain a bit more about the different components of the so-called your money-making theory. And hopefully this can give you know, your audience a bit more idea about how they want to go about starting posting on social media so the first part is you so that includes like your your core values your story your lived experiences your opinions all of those things that make up the essence of who you are and why you're here today that is a great like content source of content because it allows you to not only share more about why you are doing the work that you do in your business. And it really shows people that, hey, like I'm committed to helping you because of all these experiences I've gone through. But it also really allows your audience to connect with you on a more personal level. Uh, The second component of your money-making theory is positioning your signature offer. So this is more so for those who have already have a clear understanding of like what is their signature offer and what offer they want to be known for. So right now, if your audience is just starting out, figuring out what they want to help people with what kind of offer they want to create how what skills they want to use to help people in their business this may not be as relevant right now i would rather your audience start working with people first and then have a better understanding of yeah i actually do want to help people with these skill sets and create these certain results then after they have that understanding then focus on the positioning right now just um I would suggest just make offers. Just tell people, hey, I want to help you with these things. Um, And then later on when they're more confident in what exactly they want to be known for in the long term, then start really drilling down on the specifics of how they want to position their offer. Uh, Number three would be your unique thought leadership. So the way I like to explain this is like basically everything inside your brain. So that does overlap a little bit with the first part of you, the essence of who you are. But I would take it a step further and say that your unique thought leadership is like your opinions and perspectives and stance on topics or issues related to your niche or industry. So for example, um, maybe I can give an example here, which is uh, a lot of my peers and colleagues in the business coaching space will um, talk about how they have a, you know, a step-by-step blueprint to help you create your first 5k month, for example. And for me, maybe one of the thought leadership content pieces that I'll share is that um, rather than offering you a quote-unquote step-by-step blueprint to create this result that's proven to work, I'm actually here to coach you to create your own blueprint. So rather than just completely taking my blueprint, I'm going to coach you to create your own step-by-step framework to create results. Because I believe that if you're following my, my structure, my framework to the T, is that really you being an entrepreneur are you really problem solving are you really thinking outside the box and innovating in your your niche or industry because if you're just applying someone else's strategy step by step by step it's like you might as well just you know work a traditional job where you're given a set of instructions and know that you're guaranteed a, a certain salary at the end of the month for example but rather my opinion or my thought leadership constant here might be to offer a different perspective and say that if you're able to Create your own solutions, your own marketing strategies, your own way of showing up online and helping people, that would be what I would define as a true entrepreneur because you're actually thinking using your own brain and creating unique solutions for your, your, your audience. So that might be one example of a, um, a thought leadership piece of content I might create. And then the fourth, um, the fourth component to the your money-making theory would be leading by example. So I find that for a lot of us who are building personal brands on social media we are, um, you know, the quote unquote leader of our audiences. So how are you leading by example? So let's say you're preaching all these things. Are you actually practicing what you preach? Are you actually implementing the strategies that you're teaching your clients? Are you actually creating the results that your clients want? Like, are you actually embodying those things that you talk about, right? Because if there's a bit of a discrepancy between what you're saying online and what you're actually doing in your life, it's a bit of like an integrity, like a question of integrity here. So I also talk a lot about like, how are you creating a lifestyle or at least embodying the values that you're teaching? So those are the four major components to the money-making theory. And those should be a great starting point for your audience to start thinking about how to build their audience on social media and what content to start posting. So I hope that was um, a detailed answer that can help someone listening to this.
0: Amazing. Thank you so much for sharing that, Cheryl. What I really loved about your content and all of the things that you share is that you really break down things into like a process and you break down things in a way that's easy to understand using all of your experiences, right? Like you didn't just come up with this, like, you know, think from thinking from your head. These are literally things that you've thought about through yourself through working with all of the clients that you've worked through, this is like the theory that you've created and that you continue to use to help people.
1: Yeah, I really love that you mentioned that, Mike. And I actually want to just add one more point here, which is um, you mentioned how I have like a process. And I think where maybe some of the audience listening to this might have a little bit of concern, which is like, oh, I need to process myself right now too, if I want to get started. And I just want to mention this, which is I've been doing this for three years now, and it's only in the second, like, latter part of the second year, um, in the second half of 2021, when I started understanding what are my processes. So let's just say I got by the first two and a half years of my business without a quote unquote signature process. Like, I, it didn't really start clicking in my head to position my 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 frameworks this way or to even create a quote unquote framework until these second and a half year mark of my business. So I just want to point out that it's actually okay to just focus on the basics, to just keep helping people and just say, Hey, I, I want to help you with this skill or create this outcome. That alone is enough. If you just create, if you just follow the quote unquote money-making, uh, sorry, um, your money-making theory, if you just follow those content ideas, for example, that can get you pretty far. But then once you start working with many, many clients, you start to understand, okay, I want to consolidate all these lessons into a signature framework or process. So just know that yes, uh, we might have just heard my framework or my process, but just know that that's not a necessity or requirement. You can get very, very far in your business without a process, but work with clients first and then consolidate one later on. So thank you for pointing that out, Mike.
0: Yeah. And for context, you said that for the past two to, 2 to 3 years you've been focused just on helping people and focus on the basics in context how much money did you were you able to make in those 2 to 3 years on just focusing on helping people and just the basics before all of these fancy processes and you know having lots of help in your business
1: oh that's a great question before i give the specific numbers i need to give a quick timeline because um I did have a pause in my business at some point. So I I should just give some context so the audience can know the numbers um, better. So I started March, 2019, but I actually um, had a burnout around August, 2019. So I only did my business for about Four or five months at, in the first year. And then I burnt out because I burnt out because I was trying to do everything. I was on like every single platform during the first five five months of my business. I did Instagram, Facebook, Facebook groups, YouTube, podcasts, email lists. I was trying to create like these funnel things. I was doing podcasts, like guesting on other people's podcasts. I was doing so many things on top of a nine to five. So I, of course, burnt out. I didn't take care of my well being. I didn't exercise. I was eating. I was feeding myself really unnutritious things. So like I, I actually burnt out and I actually paused my business between August 2019 to around February 2020. So that was like seven months, I think. And then I resumed my business March 2020 and I had to really rebuild my confidence for a while. I think it took about six months. So between March to September, 2020, I really had to take that time to rebuild my confidence. I was like, can I even do this? Um, And then it was around September, 2020, when I started my PhD programs, I transitioned from my nine to five job to PhD students. Um, And then my business really started taking off December, 2020. And in 2021 alone, we created over hundred K USD in sales,
0: For all of those listeners, this is what is possible with a side hustle. Like, this is literally mind blowing. And I think, you know, one of your messages was creating a full time income on part time hours. Like, this is literally what you did. You created $100,000 in one year on top of your PhD. And this goes to show, like, this is why you're such a great example of being able to make as much money as you want and having no limits to how much money that you can make. You are such a great example of that.
1: Thank you, Mike. And I wanted to maybe offer one encouraging message here, which is um, for me, I think my journey to, let's say six figures in my business, my my first six figures or my first six figure year alone, I think it, it, I actually am very proud of my own journey, but I do know that sometimes when we go on Instagram, we'll see other coaches talking about like even faster timelines, let's say and I know for a lot of people um, you can I think it goes two ways either you get really inspired by it or we can get really discouraged by it and I just want to offer this one message here which is um, or a question I should say which is yes results can happen quickly you know if you are able to really focus on doing the basics first and really mastering the process you can get results really quickly but that being said even if results can be fast, are you still willing to stay committed for as long as it takes to get to the level you want to get to? So I just want to offer that question for anyone who might be, um, you know, thinking about starting their own business and thinking, you know, how long is this going to take? Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I think it's important to, to realize that starting a business is also not easy and it's like pretty much starting a new career like to become a coach or to become a consultant or starting whatever sort of business, it's going to take time. It's going to take a lot or not a lot of energy, but it's going to take work and being committed. I think is the most, um, one of the most important parts in order to be successful. It's really easy to get discouraged when you're starting your business. You're not making money. No one's listening to you or you feel like no one's listening to you, but staying committed and powering through even when the times are tough, that is what differentiates between the top performing people who are successful and the people who are not.
1: A hundred percent agree.
0: Yes. So can you share with us about like how this had impacted your life? How, you know, we talk all about money and, you know, it's really great to make all of this money. You can do all of these things, but specifically in your life, how did, having and starting a side hustle changed the way that you live your life?
1: Mm, okay. So I started my business 2019, like early 2019. And I always thought I would be side hustling for a while. I always thought this business would be a, a quote unquote a side hustle, not my main hustle for, I don't know, at least like five more years because when I started my PhD in 2020, I thought that, well, I'm going to be a full-time PhD student for at least four, five more years. And so my business will be a side hustle for at least four or five more years. But then pandemic COVID happened after I stepped up my PhD as a letter. And I was like, oh, okay, well, I guess I can, um, this, this shouldn't last that long. This pandemic thing's is going to be a few months. This should be over by the end of the year. Well, it's still here. And because I am actually originally based in Hong Kong, I'm just currently in Singapore. Um, I'll explain more in, in a bit. But um, because of really, really tight travel restrictions and quarantine rules in Hong Kong, I actually wasn't able to see my my partner, now husband. We just got married like a few days ago in Singapore. I wasn't able to see him for like 19 months. And I have I still haven't seen my family in Canada. And it's been over two years now. Still haven't been able to, to go see them. Um, but... It was around, I think, um, like when my my at the time boyfriend he was finally able to see me after nineteen months in Hong Kong. And after that trip to Hong Kong for two weeks, I was like, I like, I just, I just realized my priorities in life right now, given the current situation, is people, the people of my life. Um, this PhD thing doesn't matter as much anymore, just given the context of the situation. And so by December, a few months later, by December 2021, I actually am currently still on a leave of absence from the PhD to travel to Singapore and we just got married. Um, and one of the reasons we got married is for practical reasons to help me get a, a certain visa in Singapore. Um, but that, that's a story for another time. But um, that was one of the reasons, one of the reasons I'm able to even like pause my PhD is because of the business because I, I do get paid through the PhD it's not a big it's not a big salary at all but it, it's still some something but like one of the reasons why I'm able to even consider flying to Singapore to impose to, my PhD for at least seven months for the leave of absence and also to pay for the wedding is because of the business and uh, insider secret right now I am actually considering leaving the PhD as well and it, it, it's just like it's, it's because I really start to see that my priority right now is the people in my life I mean, being there for, for my family, partner, et cetera, right? So I'm actually in the process of deciding, do I really want to leave the PhD? Because I really do like the work that I was doing. But it's um, it's a decision I'm very close to making very soon. Um, and honestly, if it wasn't for the business, I wouldn't be able to leave the PhD and yeah, and, and be here in Singapore right now. Um, so this business has really changed my life in a very unexpected way. It, and I'm I'm very grateful that you know, three years ago, Cheryl stayed committed for the past three years. Sure. I I did take a break for like seven months, but like (laughs) I still came back. So I'm very grateful for the business. And I think that for many of us who are listening to this episode, if you stay committed to this, it can change your life too.
0: Oh, so powerful, Cheryl. Thank you for sharing. And that really goes to show that it's never really about the money. Right. Like at the end of the day, like as long as you can like feed yourself, you can afford like a roof over your head. That is good enough. But what making more money allows you to do and having you know multiple sources of income is that it just lets you have options. It lets you have the option of staying at your Ph.D. or not doing your Ph.D. It lets you have the option of living in Hong Kong, living in Canada or in Singapore. And that is the power of having mastery over making money. When you know how to make money online on your own without having to rely on someone to pay you a paycheck every single day, then you have the power. You have the control as to choose what you want to do with your life. And that is powerful. And you are a great example of that.
1: That's such a great summary. Oh my goodness. That was like the mic drop moment. We could just end the whole conversation here. That was so good. (laughs)
0: Thank you, thank you. Okay, so Cheryl, what is one last piece of advice you would like to give to our listeners here about starting a side hustle?
1: I think based on our conversation so far, I think maybe the message that can best wrap up this conversation is I really want to encourage Those of you who are even remotely thinking about starting your own thing, to rather than focus on focusing on like, I don't think I can do this. What is like I really want you to blow your own mind? Like if you're even thinking remotely about starting your own business, for example, and to really master your money that way rather than letting the, the beliefs of like, I can't do this, I've I never done this before, I have no experience, rather than focusing on those things, I want you to focus on what's possible. And are you willing to make it possible? Like, are you willing to push yourself out of your comfort zone and make this happen? Because if you're even thinking about this, this tells me that you're not like, you know, a typical person, let's say, who wouldn't ever consider this. And the, the common narrative among people who would never consider starting their own side hustle would think that you're delusional for even thinking about starting your own business. But if you're even thinking about it, that says to me that maybe you are delusional in some way. And that's a great thing for an entrepreneur. Like they, That's a great mindset for entrepreneurs to have is to think that this is possible and you're going to commit to it to make it happen. So to round out this episode, maybe the message would be focus on the possibility, like focus on what's possible instead of what's not working or what's not possible for you because a lot of us here who who have made it quote unquote in the side hustle businesses we blew our own minds like we didn't expect this to be the way that it was become we don't we didn't expect the income and impact that we have created thus far in our businesses but we had just that little bit of like hope and belief in that possibility and that's enough to get started
0: Okay, Cheryl, thank you so much for being on the podcast. If people want to learn more about you and want to maybe even want to work with you, where can they find you?
1: Yeah, so you can find me on the Instagrams. My username is at Cheryl Theory. So C H E R Y L T H. E O R Y. And you can also, um, I would love for you all to maybe check out my podcast as well. It is called the side hustle club podcast, and a lot of good stuff is over on both the Instagram and on the podcast. So feel free to go check it out.
0: Awesome. Thank you so much. And I'll make sure to leave all of those links in the show notes so that people can check it out. Uh, yeah, make sure to follow Cheryl on Instagram. She shows a lot of amazing and useful, great content. So if you're interested in starting a side hustle, go follow her now.
1: (laughs) Yay. Thank you so much, everyone, for being here. And I cannot wait to connect with you all on Instagram or on this podcast.
0: Thank you, Cheryl. Take care. Thank you so much for listening to the Mastery Over Money podcast. If you found any value with this episode, share this episode with a friend who needs to hear this message. Also, if you want to share your appreciation for this podcast, feel free to give it a review on Apple Podcasts as this helps me reach and help more young professionals such as yourself. That's it for today and I'll chat with you next week.